launched back in uh, 2006. So healthy traction over a longer period of time, 600 employees uh, across many different offices, currently serving about 18,000 logos, doing north of 2.4 million bucks per month, healthy growth growing more than 50%, but less than 100% year over year. They're doing this all very efficiently, only 27 million bucks raised. Each seat price call it 10, 20, 30 bucks, depending on the cohort. Net revenue retention, north of 100%, but south of 150% as they work to, again, drive more expansion year over year. As they test new channels, they're willing to spend up to $2 to get a new dollar of ARR. But over time, he wants to obviously see that. Uh, Andrew wants to see that kind of flatline and stabilize around a one-to-one ratio. So you said we have two hybrid models. Start there. So uh, we, we have our hybrid model, uh, which uh, and, and we have a typical lend and expand sales process. Um, so when, when, the cost, when we get the customer, it's usually inbound. We have about 40,000 uh, trials starting every month. And trial typically equates a new company. So it's not an individual trial, right? It's, it's an organization. And uh, we qualify them, and for their uh, bigger and better ones, uh, we provide sales assist. Uh, so a sales rep is calling the company. And then if the company is below 2,000 employees, it's very usually very quick sales cycle. And if the company is above 2,000 um, employees, um, it's usually longer, sometimes might include proof of concept. But in any case, when we land the deal, uh, we, we don't try to delay it. We, we, we don't try to artificially inflate it. We take the deal... Uh, that there is. And then if uh, oftentimes it might be a team or department in a much larger organization. And that's when later the expansion picks up. Like if we uh, landed a smaller team in, in a company like Google, uh, then later we can um, grow that account. So some of our customers might start as uh, 15 users and become 2,000 users four years down down the road. So a Got lot it. of accounts kind of grow, grow with us. And the minimum price again on that seat, is it, is it what you said, 50 bucks is a good average? On the per seat uh, basis, on, on a per seat basis, uh, I'd say the average is between twenty and thirty. So okay. the SMBs are usually below twenty, uh, and their enterprise are usually above thirty. Um, companies, I don't mean the plan, I mean the companies. Uh, so the average um, is between ten, twenty, and, and thirty per user per seat per month. Yeah, that, that's fair. Uh, launched in two thousand and six, you have six hundred people on the team today. Break that team down for me. How many of them are kind of sales marketing? Um, so in terms of uh, our R&D organization is between two and 300 people. Our support team is 50. And then our um, sales organization is uh, north of 100 employees. And then we got about uh, another 100 in customer success and professional services, Because uh, which uh, please don't confuse it with support. We, we, we actually have uh, amazing support team. But on top of that, um, we offer additional uh, help to our customers because uh, a lot of them go through transformation. So, so it's not just buying the tool. Uh, they're trying to figure out how to change their work processes. Um, so we, and we, we try to help them both providing uh, free customer success management service and paid professional services engagement just to help them better achieve their, their business goals. Yeah, and is that free or they pay for that? Um, as I mentioned, it's both. So, so there is a free customer success manager uh, on, on, on for, for most of our uh, medium and large businesses. And then on top of that, uh, there's a paid professional services yeah. organization. Yeah, which, yeah, no. uh, Sorry, I got that because you just said that. But so when people are actually pay- paying for it, though, like I'm trying to get a range. Are, are they paying like a, a percentage of first year ACV as, as basically onboarding or is it actual code, you know, customization of the code? No, there's no. no uh, there's no. Customization is very configurable and very, very, very user-friendly. Uh, so a lot of those services are focused on um, 
change management, process mapping, user education. Uh, they have less to do with uh, with the technology and more to do just uh, with with the kind of a business consulting, if you will. Um, and so their um, their professional services engagements uh, they're usually scoped. Um, scoped and priced, so they don't depend on the subscription. They more depend on uh, what the customer wants to achieve, uh, accomplished. But okay. they usually correlate with the subscription. Meaning, usually, if you have a bigger account, right? If you if you're deploying thousands of users, you usually try to uh, kind of achieve more business outcome. You know, like you want a savings or additional revenue of millions of dollars. Versus if you if you're onboarding like ten users, yeah, um, Andrea, that makes sense. You, you Walk me walk me through the revenue mix, right? So over the past twelve months, like, are we talking like ten percent professional services or more? Thirty percent, fifty percent? Nathan, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know if it's on my side or yours. Uh, Andrew, the question the was: if you look at the past, if you look at the past twelve months, I'm trying to get a sense of what portion is professional services versus pure play SaaS. So it's like ten percent. Oh. Oh yeah, it's it, it, it is uh, it is fairly small. We're pure play SaaS. So what what percentage? Uh, give me give me a quick minute. Um, I I believe it's less than two percent. Oh, less than two. Right okay, now. really small. Oh no, wait, wait, less than five percent. Less, 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 less than five. <laughs> okay, less than five percent professional services. That's helpful to understand. Um, look, another reason people do professional services is because it drastically drives up retention, which is you know on those accounts, which is critical in a SaaS company. So when you look at your retention today, um, how do you think about it, and, and what is it? Are you over one hundred percent net revenue retention? Um, absolutely. Yeah. So we, we are over hundred percent net revenue retention, which, um, is very, very big for us. It's actually one of their main, like, basically, if you look at their, uh, numerical goals for the company, which I will not disclose the, the two main ones that are driving the organization is their, uh, top line, the overall uh, recurring revenue and their net retention number. We're very much focused on making customers grow with us. Yeah. Yeah. So net retention is obviously a function of two things, your ability to drive expansion and also making sure, you know, you don't churn revenue as well. So when you look at, when you look at both of those elements, cause those are different strategies, which one do you think you're most effective at? Uh, right. Uh, right now we're, uh, we're effective at driving both. Uh, but we focus, uh, usually focus more on expansion um, it's just, just a function of, uh, limited resources. You know, you, you think, uh, six or 700 employees is a lot, but it's still, there's only so many hours in, in, in the day. Um, so we're right now, we're mostly focused on, on, on again, uh, growing the accounts, but there's a lot of programs in the, uh, that we're going to address in 19 that actually help, will help us programmatically, uh, make, uh, even even more customers, even more successful, which will affect their the growth retention as so, well. So Andrew, if someone, if, if today I sign up for your tool and you onboard me and I'm paying, I'm gonna make this up 10 grand per year. What can you pretty predictably guess that I'm gonna go grow to in year two? Uh, I will not share the exact number, but you will be north, uh, predictably north of 100% uh, your, your, your revenue. So, because okay, at that point you will get uh, incredible product. You will also get free CSM service. You will likely buy paid professional services onboarding from us, which will uh, almost but guarantee that you'll be quite successful. And if you're successful, you, you, you'll grow with us. Yeah. So, so I would um, say I would say best in class net revenue retention based off the 3000 B2B SaaS CEOs I've interviewed is probably 140, 150%. Um, how close are you guys to really hitting that number consistently? 
we have some cohorts that are pretty close, and then we have some um, dependent on the size and product that are uh, not not there yet, but 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 growing. And and what is it strategically? What's enabling you guys to get there faster? And specifically, what I mean is pricing axes usually are a critical driver. Where you choose to set up the axes is a critical driver of expansion. So when you do drive expansion, what do you drive them around? Number of seats, product lines, data, or usage metric? What is it? Uh, in the last uh, past two years, it's mostly been uh, just organic growth of accounts, so number of seats. Okay. Um, in the coming year, we uh, we're launching several new SKUs, so we we might see additional um, additional SKUs bought by the customers. Um, but uh, in the in the last two years, it's mostly been just just growth of the accounts. That's great. And then um, funding, uh, I think you have raised capital total today was how much? Uh, we, we've raised north of, uh, $27 million. 27. Is that all equity or did you do venture debt as well? Or some convertible notes? Uh, that, uh, that, that is, uh, that is equity. Okay. That, okay. All equity there. And then walk me through in terms of you as a CEO and your level of kind of aggressiveness in terms of growth. Um, if you do go after a $10,000 ACV account, uh, what is CAC on that? Typically, how aggressive are you willing to be to get mm-hmm. that account? Yeah, we, we uh, for their at scale and established programs, uh, we try to get to uh, gross sales and marketing efficiency of one, meaning a one year payback. Uh, for the new investments, so the channels that are actively growing, we're exploring them. Uh, we are ready to to invest. So sometimes it means up to two years payback, um, and, and and even in case of small tests, it could be even even less predictable. But in a stable state, when something works at scale. Uh, ideally, we'll like one, one, one year payback. Got it. So that's interesting. So you would go as as high as spending two bucks to get a new dollar of AR on a new channel. But over time, you want to see that drive down and stabilize around one to one. That's correct. Interesting. Um, that makes sense. And w- when you are spending that money, like name name a test that you're running right now that you're excited about. Uh, we are um, actively test, uh, testing social uh, once again. You know, it's kind of up, up, ups and downs depending on how those, those platforms work. Uh, if, if it's more oriented towards social gaming, it's very hard to drive uh, B2B sales through that. Uh, right now, I think their uh, social networks get a little bit more curation. So we're uh, running another test, which right now it's too early to speak about it, um, but it, it, it might turn out into some something interesting. Yep. No, that makes good sense. Um, and then you mentioned in the introduction, I think 15,000 customers. I believe those, are, those aren't seats. Those are actual logos, right? Organizations. Those are logos. Yes. 18,000 to be more correct. Sorry. 18. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. 18,000 logos. And how many seats across all the accounts? Uh, we have more than 2 million users. Okay. And just to be clear though, cause I know you have a free plan. All those 2 million users are on, they're under one of the paying logos. Uh, no, so some of those are either free users or, or collab- uh, free collaborators in, in, in the paid logos. So we don't disclose the number of uh, paid seats. Okay. Uh, but you have 18,000, 18,000 is the paid customer number, correct? It's paid, 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 paid customers. That, that, that is correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I'm actually, I'm curious, why would you, uh, why do you hold the seat number back, but you reveal the logo count? Uh, just because, uh, for, for, because we don't want to disclose the revenue, right? If we, if we disclose their number of paid seats, uh, it gives a pretty direct pro- proxy of the revenue number versus if you, uh, with their, our distribution of their, um, 
contract prices. Uh, if we disclose the number of accounts, we're, we're not yet disclosing the revenue and we're, we're not ready to, to disclose the revenue yet. Yeah. Most of the freemium models, like a type form, for example, uh, that have caught, if they have 2 million users, you know, they're typically converting caught five to 6%, right. Of those to paid. So, I mean, I could still, I mean, we can still kind of back into a number, which would put you at 120,000 paid seats across 18,000 logos at a $20 per seat price, which you talked about earlier, it put you at about 2.4 million bucks per month in revenue, which sounds a little bit high. So instead of asking you about specific revenue, let me just ask you at this stage of the company, are you kind of in the triple year over year stage target or are you happy with doubling? Um, well, for, for, uh, I, I, um, the exact revenue number I will not disclose, but I, I can tell you that your math uh, underestimates it. Um, in terms of revenue growth target. Well, hold um, on, just to be clear. So you're north of 2.4 million bucks per month. Uh, yep. Okay. Um, but again, we're, we're not not disclosing the exact number, so I will not answer further, further questions. That's but okay. I'm just telling you that 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 you're no, no, that's uh, fine. Seriously, Look, a minimum, a minimum, a minimum is helpful, right? So, so 2.4 million bucks per month. Obviously, we can we can you know glean some value from that. Obviously, it puts you at north of kind of 26, 27 million bucks in ARR. That's helpful. Yeah, and then again, as, as I mentioned, um, you, you're grossly underestimating it, but I won't disclose there. The exact what, look, I'm gonna, I'm only, I'm not gonna make up numbers. I'm only gonna go off what you tell me. So unless you want to give me a more accurate number, we'll stay right at 28 million bucks in ARR. Um, so in terms of um, your question was in terms of growth. Um, so we uh, actually today um, there Deloitte numbers were, were announced. So so you can check out the growth rate. We were um, named one of the fastest growing companies in North America four years in a row. Um, in the last three years, I believe their growth rate was five hundred thirty five thirty nine. Yeah, uh, five hundred thirty nine percent in the last three years. So. Uh, we're definitely in the double digit growth number right now. Um, and kind of, um, in the high double digits, um, that that's what I can disclose. So we continue to grow. We'll put a big range on it to keep it vague, but between 50 and hundred percent year over year is fair. Correct. Uh, that, 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 that's correct. Um, on kind of higher, higher end, uh, higher end of their double digit growth and, um, in the last year, we've actually accelerated. So we're very, very happy uh, with, with the current growth rates. That's great. Yeah, congrats on that. By the way, it's very rare that I see folks that have raised 27 million bucks where they've actually caught AR past that number. So your fund, your funding to AR ratio is greater than one is actually pretty rare. So so congrats on being effective with the capital you've raised. Yeah, uh, I think we're a triple winner there where if you look at our size, if you look at our growth rate, and if you look at our efficiency, uh, I personally don't know any other company in there in the valley um, that, that that does that. Yeah, no, it's um, great. What that tells me, by the way, is that you're you're potentially about to raise a massive round of funding. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that statement. <laughs> Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, I like Jim Jim Collins. I like Team of Teams, Extreme Ownership, a um, bunch of others. I, I read a lot. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, no, but I have lunches with some public company CEOs here and there who share their wisdom. Yeah, name one that you like. Um, I, I like Rob from Coupa. Uh, great guy. Yep. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the company? Uh, right. No questions. No, besides your own. Um, we, we use our partners tools, uh, predictably as well. So Google and Microsoft would be there. The other two vendors. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, try to get eight, but usually it's less than that. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Um, I've got two boys who are as stubborn as their parents. 
<laughs> All right. So married, two kids. Yep. All right. And how old are you? Uh, I'm 36. 36. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, I believe that the history doesn't have conditional. So I think uh, I made good choices back then. Uh, sorry. It's not about what would you change? Just a lesson you'd give your 20 year old self. Um, Maybe something you tell your kids. Surround yourself with good people. Yep. Guys, surround yourself with good people. Again, Reich launched back in uh, 2006. So healthy traction over a longer period of time, 600 employees uh, across many different offices, currently serving about 18,000 logos, doing north of 2.4 million bucks per month, healthy growth, growing more than 50%, but less than 100% year over year. They're doing this all very efficiently. Only 27 million bucks raised each seat price, call it 10, 20, 30 bucks, depending on the cohort. Net revenue retention, north of 100%, but south of 150% as they work to, again, drive more expansion year over year. As they test new channels, they're willing to spend up to $2 to get a new dollar of ARR. But over time, he wants to obviously see that. Uh, Andrew wants to see that kind of flatline and stabilize around a one-to-one ratio. Andrew, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.